Welcome back. Second hour of the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're having a great Saturday. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. It is that time in the show where we take your questions, your concerns, your comments, your directions, depending Ooh. on what they well, are. We <laughs> we'll take requests, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, 651-641-1071 is our number. If you want to talk shop, we'd love to hear from you. You can also go to Twitter at Allie Shops at Harmony Kaplan or um, send us a note. Please don't do it while you're driving. MyTalk1071.com. Just click on the Shop Girls page. I have a topic to bring to the table, if that's okay. Um, I don't know if everybody has heard that J. Crew. and Mm. here's a question. Have you heard? And second of all, do you care? J. Crew is closing two of its largest stores in the Twin Cities, Southdale, which I believe is the original J. Crew store in this market, mm-hmm. and Mall of America. They I are care. closing as of January 27th. And I... this is one we've had a lot of retail closings to report in the last year. And we have talked a lot about J. Crew's problems and known how deep they go, but still somehow it feels a little surprising and it feels a little sad. It feels really sad. Yeah. And I, my sister, who has been out of town, when she comes home, because I had told her there was a rumor, when she finds out that it's really closing. It's really closing. Oh. Only two weeks from now. Yeah. Yeah. It's happening soon. Um, I posted a story this week. We'll put a link up. Uh, because but, I feel like, I mean, to me, what what's so... Interesting. And I talked to I talked to J. Crew briefly this week and really all they would say is, look, you know, we for, first they had said last fall that they were going to close 20 stores in January. And then the holiday season just kind of continued in a, a, a bad way. Yeah. They did not rebound. And so then they raised that number to 50 stores. Um and they said that they've just looked around at how stores are performing and they are just ready to make the hard decisions. They're ripping the Band-Aid off. They're making the cuts where they need to. It feels a little odd in this particular market. Yeah. And I know it's true for, you know, I had a friend in Santa Barbara who said she can't believe they're closing there. Or, you know, friends in other cities, you know, that are kind of places where you think of people wearing plaid and gingham all the time. It isn't all just plaid and gingham. I know, but you know what I mean. Places where the J. Crew look still really resonates. And here, first of all, Mall of America, like if you're going to have any presence, don't you want to be at the Mall of America? You would think so. How many visitors do they get a year? 40 million a year. We've been saying that number for, oh, I don't know, 20 years or so. Um, So that's the first thing. And then Southdale. I mean, Southdale. First of all, locals know... That the Southdale J. Crew was the best. Yeah. I mean, hands down. It has yeah. nothing to do with like being a West Sider or an East Sider. Yeah. It was just the best store. It had the best selection. It had the really great staff. You know, a lot of real, you it know, seasoned veterans. Really staff. Yeah, but I mean, like that was the place if they were doing a new launch or trying a new collection yeah. or when they brought bridal into the stores or kids, they did it all at the Southdale store. And so it just seems strange. The, the Grand Avenue store, I mean, I love Grand Avenue, but that's a very small store. And the Rosedale yeah, one the, feels like a real afterthought. Those two are remaining open. Those two are remaining open. And, and of course J. Crew has outlets. They've got the Mercantile at yeah. the um, at Knollwood and they've got one in Egan. And it should be said that J. Crew now is at Nordstrom. If you if you go into right, both yeah. Nordstrom stores in town, you'll see, you know, a small assortment. It's not obviously the, the same J. experience. Crew and Madewell. Yeah. yeah. But okay, you you wrote a wonderful blog post about it. I mean, it was really, really good. But I still do not understand, and obviously they're not giving you more information, 
what happened at Southdale? I can't believe that that store doesn't do well. It's so, I mean, one of the big things when you were just saying about the salespeople, they did. They used to have incredible people that you knew exactly what you needed. They knew, you know, what things would fit and all that. They have gone to all part-time people that don't know anything. Yeah. Um, but I still find things there. I mean, I understand that it isn't the heyday, mm-hmm. but I mean, you find things there. What what's happened or what has made well, this I think take place? There, um, one of my favorite, I'm just looking at the comments on, um, I posted the article that I wrote on Facebook and one of my favorite comments is from Jana Shortall, our friend yes, over at Carol yes. Levin, yeah. who is known to love her J. Crew blazers. Yeah. And she said, great. Now I have zero options for clothing. <laughs> so we've yeah. been talking about where else she can get yes, some suiting. There will be other there places. There will be but, other places. Just explain to me what your take is. I just don't understand. Well, I think that it is um, several things. And I mean, and it is it didn't just happen overnight. Yeah. I mean, I think that they had this, you know, epic moment with Jenna Lyons and it and they milked a few years yeah, out of it where, where they were literally, you know, making trends and really um, informing the way America dressed. Yeah. I mean, I really don't think that's an overstatement to say that. I mean, bringing the whole kind of preppy Americana look into this, you know, modern modern, elevated and making us all feel like it was attainable luxury. But what happened is they got a little too big for, you know, the head got big when they had success and when everyone was gobbling up whatever Jenna was wearing. Remember when we were wearing like sequin skirts with sweatshirts and no, we were I doing did, denim yes. with pearls. But I mean, yeah. all these moments, right. you know, right. that she really <clears throat> created and that everybody would buy. And I mean, I remember a time where you wanted to buy whatever J. Crew was selling at full price because otherwise it was going to be gone. Right. They but weren't, then they they weren't discounting. They weren't having things at full price. Well, but here's what happened. I think they took the, pr- they saw that people were gobbling it up and they said let's make it more expensive Ah. and and i think that was a huge mistake that they you know that the whole reason why people loved it it be is because it felt more expensive than it was yeah and then when they made it more expensive they lost us they Mm -hmm. did it at the wrong time and they didn't and mickey drexler who is gone and who ran the company in its heyday will say that they didn't take digital seriously enough they they spent too much time focusing on their stores and and not enough time evolving into a multi-channel brand mm-hmm. and it came back to bite them and more nimble um you know fresher companies moved in everlane um bonobos you know companies like that and frankly you know it's funny because as much as we feel bad and i think a lot of people in a lot of the comments i've been getting this week are really more nostalgic in yeah. in nature you talk to a 25 year old or they don't feel that they way. don't care. They're no. not sad. Are they going to Madewell? I think. Oh, sure. Which is I mean, Madewell company. You know what I mean? Madewell is much smaller and folks and doesn't have men's clothes. So right. I mean, it's kind of a bummer for the guys. Yeah. Um, but yes, I mean, I think they're, they're shopping at Madewell. I, but I do it think isn't that like we should say, though, I mean, it isn't like J. Crew's going out of business. They're not going out of business. And I mean, they're, you know, and in fact, what they say is that they are kind of retrenching and regrouping. And the, the new president of J. Crew, who comes from West Elm, mm-hmm. um, is determined to become a digital savvy, you know, omni-channel brand and really rethink the purpose of the store. Mm-hmm. And 
I could totally see them, you know, coming back with like a cooler, smaller, newer concept. I almost think they kind of have to do that. They have to go away for a while and come back. I think they they will. I think they might. Um, if you look at Mall of America, the one thing I wanted to say about that, I mean, at first you think, gosh, why would you leave the Mall of America? It's yeah. the best, best branding opportunity in the country. But... Think about where that store is at the Mall of America. Oh, it's right been alone. on the edge of the Bloomingdale's wing. Guys, it's been five years since Bloomingdale's closed. Is it Hard five? to believe it oh. is five years. I had to go back and look at the dateline on the stories to make sure. On and on the, on the second level where J. Crew is, there is nothing. So they've been almost at like a dead end. Yeah. You know, they didn't have any support. And if you've been in that store, half of it felt like a dead like it was just kind of empty yeah you know which is their fault but i mean they, right. they just they didn't have moved any to a different spot so and, yeah i mean uh, it's sad but I, I i think what's different about this one from some other like you know wet seal you know I didn't really it was 100 yeah. percent nostalgia yeah. you know cold water creek they had their fans but yeah. uh you know but i, I feel like different. j crew a lot of people really do still wear it oh yeah absolutely and, and it is really you Remember know it, it, when it still Michelle serves Obama a purpose oh my gosh on the tonight show or whichever one in her absolutely. j crew outfit absolutely and, you know i think it just made everybody else realize too oh well if she can wear it i certainly yeah. can yeah here's they, one of my favorite comments um from a very savvy smart friend of mine, Brian Austin, hope you're listening, um, who does a lot of retail work. But this is what he wrote um, on on Facebook. He wrote um, the end of the holidays, a hellacious cold wave. And now this J. <laughs> Crew was my jam, a vision of how a majority culture embracing the wobbly prep vibe could look aspirationally and around the corner realistically. Those autumn catalogs shot on location in Scotland, Thailand, or the great U.S. West. Those Ludlow suits that worked right off the rack for me. By the way, Bonobos is a flake of a brand. That's according to Brian. I didn't say that. <laughs> and the godlike post-grattiness of Frank um, Mutants who cast a spell upon a generation of American meg- men pegging slim fit and rolled jeans. Even the store environment set the stage for literature, art, and graphic design. A brand I loved and lived through. Oh, I think a lot of people feel yeah, well put. Very yes, well put. Yes. yes. I kind of wished I'd had some of that in yeah. my heart. No. <laughs> no, but I think, I mean, it just shows you that's the men's perspective. Yeah. I mean, I was talking about the pencil skirt and the, you know, yeah. denim shirt and the, you know, yeah. all of it. But I just think it's a lot of really iconic moments and there right. will be more. And I think, yeah, a lot well, of J. Cruz core has moved on to Tori Birch and Veronica really? Beard. So I think there's some, I that's think some people have moved. big price change. Yes, but I think, well, but you know, J. Crew tried to go to those prices yeah. and found that they couldn't. So I think some people have gone that way. Other people have just moved on to whatever is fresher. It's hard yeah. to stay the, relevant. The only other thing that I would say quickly is they were saying in an article in Business Insider because they were saying that they think fashion is that that uh, apparel industry is going from fashion to practicality. And like one of the new things J. Crew is doing is they're designing an untucked shirt. Oh my you know? gosh, they are copying that brand right, right. that you've no, no, read no. about right. in the untuck airline it. magazines, Absolutely. Untuck It, which but, now has a store at Mall of America, yes. by the way. But that's what they're saying, that mm-hmm. they're realizing and that they've got to go more that way. But I don't think but, that is the key to reviving J. Crew either. I mean, no. that just makes me sad that J. Crew is copying Untuck It. Yeah, I mean, well, come on. That's what they said. They say J. Crew seems to now be chasing this fixing a problem startup mentality for its customers and not solely focusing on being an 
image focused fashion oriented brand so that's a big big difference in the way you look at the business so yeah all right well that is that okay when we get back time for the tech report live from um the consumer electronics show in vegas oops nope i guess (laughs) i guess she made a quick return minnesota (laughs) division exactly that's next on shop girls just fell asleep for a minute there that song it's just such a oh you don't like it it's not my favorite ed sheeran number i gotta be honest i know i'm in the minority i know people like it not my favorite okay but that's what makes the world go around that's right likes different things that's right i'm not gonna hate on the ed he's no don't do that although he's had a few problems this week with copying things oh i did see that yes just a minor little detail that his song sounds exactly the same as uh who is it faith uh tim mcgraw and faith hill yeah is that what it was right yes i I didn't read the whole thing i just saw the headline yeah it's pretty much identical not this song not this song a different song but well yeah anyway all right you're listening to the shop girls and it is you know probably the most important part of the show absolutely every single week this is why you Tune in at 1224 Harmony's Tech Report. The internet is it, a series of tubes. Time once again for Harmony's Tech Report. Okay, let's uh, get right to it. And the reason that I am back so quickly from the consumer. Uh, Electronic show. Right, that's what it is. Now. The Consumer Electronic <laughs> Show. Where were you again? I was at the Consumer Electronic Show. Lies, we, lies. we call it CES. Right. And I had to come back because on Wednesday, the power went out. <laughs> is that so funny? Oh my God, yeah. The power in the north and central halls of the Las Vegas Convention Center went out for nearly two hours. And this was kind of a bit of a problem. There seemed to have been a major rainstorm and that caused uh, the outage. And it, But it really isn't a funny thing because it impacted a lot of companies, um, not just the giant ones like LG and Samsung and Sony and all, but also startups, you know, that pay thousands of dollars to be there. Mm-hmm. So, and they even had to shut down, ready for this, they had to shut down the Google giant funhouse booth for a day. <clears throat> When that happened, I said, Harmony, you're out of here. That's what I said. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah. if I can't go into the funhouse. But there, I, it is my duty to tell you about some of the really interesting products that are at the show this year. The first one is from Kohler, and it's the Kohler, I think you pronounce it, Numi, N-U-M-I. Basically, you know, you can ask Alexa to do anything these days. You can ask Alexa to flush. Because God knows it's hard to actually just do that on your own. Mm -hmm. So you can ask her. This is Kohler's latest high-end toilet, and it connects to the Internet, and it will respond to voice commands. And so besides flushing, uh, you can also have it lift the seat or activate your favorite bidet spray configuration. Mm Um. There is no microphone on the toilet itself, which is probably a good thing. But there are speakers to play <laughs> your favorite wants that. tunes. Okay, mm-hmm. and the other, you know, important thing that it does is it keeps track of water usage. Now you can get this towards the end of 2018 for five thousand six hundred and twenty-five dollars and up. Mm-hmm. So you might want to, you know, start thinking about that. The next thing I thought this was really interesting. This is Somnex, and it's a robot that you can cuddle with. Okay, it's actually a companion that you can bring in bed with you. It almost looks like a pillow, but 
It simulates human breathing. So when you hug it, there is a rising and falling sensation that can calm you and help you go to sleep faster. Uh-huh. It also, it isn't, it doesn't end there. It actually makes soothing sounds of heartbeats, lullabies, and guided meditation oh. that you can activate from an app. And it does not snore. So just saying, you've got all of that, that and it good. doesn't snore. It'll ship in September for $600. Okay. Uh, another product that was interesting is Modius, which is a headband to help you lose weight. <laughs> it's a oh built. I'm when telling are we going to just give this up? Is, no, I mean, come this on. is what's happening. Yeah. Uh, it, the headset, it has a built in headset and it stimulates your. Nerves, your vestibular nerve in particular. Uh Okay, and that runs from your ear into your brain. Mm -hmm. So, this is going to help you control your appetite. It's going to tell your brain, no, 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 I do not want that other piece of candy. Mm. Uh, And that will cost you $500. Yes, I do. do. (laughs) And you can get that in February. This is the one. Now, you probably are going to say you'd like this because I watch you folding gazillions of pieces of laundry. It never ends. But I'm sorry. There are two products. One is called a Foldamate and the other one is called a Laundroid. And these are robots, they say, that help you to fold your laundry. Okay? Mm-hmm. They're competing robots, but I think this is about as ridiculous as it comes. First of all, they're huge. You'd almost have to build a room to keep your little robot in because it's not little. Mm-hmm. Um, the different things they do, the Foldamates promise, to, they say they will fold a load of laundry in four minutes, but you have to keep feeding each piece in. Mm-hmm. The more expensive one, that one is $980. The more expensive one, the Laundrite folds from a drawer of clothes, but it takes longer and they cannot do socks or sheets. Those still have to be done by hand. The Laundroid, which is gigantic, is $16,000. Now, can you really not fold your own laundry while watching... I don't know. This is us. That's what okay. I did last night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that really something you'd spend $16,000 on? Or even 980 Not me. I particularly wouldn't, but I mean, well, if money was no object, it'd it, be a yeah, nice thing well, to not have to do. I suppose, but I think it's ridiculous. Anyway, then there is Zeros, the washing machine that can slash your water bill. Um, it fills washing machines with nylon balls that are like the size of peas. And that kind of massages the dirt away and absorbs loose dye, and it only uses half as much water. Um, so that's going to be an energy saver. And they haven't determined the price yet, but it they're hoping to have it on the home market within two years. I like this. I think this is kind of fun. There's a dishwasher that's called Tetra, and it is made by Heatworks and the design firm Frog. And what it is, especially for people who live in small apartments and they really would like to have a dishwasher, this is an internet-connected countertop dishwasher. Because mm-hmm. everything's connected, right? And all you need, you don't have to have it, you know, you don't have a, have any plumbing to operate. You just have to have a standard electrical outlet and you load it with water manually so you know how much you're using. And it's very compact, but it still can fit two full place settings, including your bowls, cups, and all that. Or you can put 10 plates or 12 pint glasses in hmm. and eat the Heat work lets you load these, and it only takes about 10 minutes for the whole cycle to go through. But you also can keep soap in there that lasts through dozens of cycles. 
So I think, you know, they say that the average household is made up of 2.58 people. Mm. How is your 5.58 person in your house? Um, Anyway, so, you know, for people like that or that live in small spaces, this is kind of a a nice product. Uh, It's going to be released late in 2018 and will cost $300. So that's uh, and the only other thing can I just tell this quickly because this was big news from Facebook that they are going to start they're changing their news feed. This is big stuff. They're going to be showing more posts from their friends and family in news feed. And this means you're going to see fewer posts from publishers and brands. They're doing this. Mark Zuckerberg, my friend, announced this <laughs> because they are designing this to encourage people to interact more with the stuff they actually want to do and see. And they think that you'd probably like, like be more likely to comment on, you know, a post that somebody in your family has or a friend rather than sharing, you know, business things. And they've gotten a lot of feedback that this is what people want. And so um, they said that this is the way they're going to go. It's going to change things a lot. When does this take effect? I believe it is this year. They're working on it now, and then we're going to see the changes soon. Right. And they admit that that people likely spend less time on Facebook mm-hmm. because you know this will not be their you know investors probably are not going to be happy about that. But um, they think it's worth it. They've obviously had a lot of uh, pushback from things that have happened, and so we're going to see these um, coming soon. Okay. All right. You've extended your time. I don't care. It was worth it. I had a lot to super say. Super report, Mom. Super Thanks report. So much. Thanks. Yes. We'll be right back with more Shop Girls after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony, and uh, we're going to the bookstore. When you bring in the uh, owner of a bookstore, one of our favorites in town, she brings a lot of books. Yeah. In fact, a whole cart full of books. Holly, thank you for being here. Oh, Holly, yes, thanks for having me. Holly is the owner of Red Balloon Bookstore on Grand Avenue. If you've never been, shame on you. You really right. need to go. It's Whether you're shopping store. with kids, for kids, or just feel like a kid. It's right. really... And even if you're shopping for yourself. Because yeah. Because we do carry titles for grown-ups, too. You do? Yeah, Good yeah. to know. So, first of all, tell everybody just a little bit. how Red, Red Balloon's been around how long? Um, for over 33 years. Okay. Um, yeah, the That's store started on Grand Avenue at, in St. Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been there for over 33 years. And when the two women who founded the store were ready to retire, um, that's when I bought the store six years ago. And I, what what had you been doing? Um, well, I, um, I was a children's librarian. Uh, my degree, my background's in library science. Okay. Um, Good but fit. I also had been staying home with my kids and uh-huh. ready to get back into the world of, of kids literature. Mm-hmm. How it's got to be. I mean, we've seen so many independent bookstores close. Um, and I think we in the Twin Cities are really lucky to have some amazing ones. Oh, and- sure. Yeah. This is an incredibly rich city for, um, all things literary, um, yeah. great organizations. Um, we also have a very vibrant kids, um, author, yes. illustrator community. Right, that live right here. Yeah, Right, right. So we're very fortunate that way and fortunate to have lots of people who support the local independent mm-hmm. stores and realize they're important. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, is that is that it? Or how do you, I mean, obviously it's great to have the community support, but how do you as a store make it work in the age of Amazon? Yeah, well, it's it's always challenging. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But um, but Red Balloon has a great reputation for having um, a wonderful staff. So we are there to make recommendations in person to mm-hmm. help people find the it's best the book. experience people can have there. Right, right. With the booksellers, but also in our store. We, we did a remodel a couple years ago, and it's really just a delightful space to be in. Um, we also uh, host lots of authors in the store, so we give people an experience that way. Mm-hmm. Um, they can come in, meet an author, learn about how they got to where they are. Um, so that's very exciting and, and brings in a lot of people for us. Yeah. Um, well, you brought in a lot of books for us. So yeah. what what do we need to know? What, what well, have you got yeah, here? I, I wasn't sure which direction the conversation would go. <laughs> well, um, you tell but, us. Um, so I, I did bring in a few things. And um, I think I'll start since we were just mentioning the rich um, author illustrator yeah. community. I'll, I'll highlight a few books by local um Local people, um, one book I brought in is a series called Cat Stranauts, a graphic novel by local author-illustrator Drew Brockington. There are actually three books in the series, but the series just came out in 2017. So all three, yeah, all three books came out in 2017. Um, So they're fun, charming, but also there's substance about space travel. Well, you you had me at graphic novel because I I have, I've got a divided household. I have, (laughs) I have one reluctant reader who likes pictures and then I have one like obsessive reader who like, I can't seem to shovel books at him fast enough. So different challenges, but both, you know. Right. And that's why it's important to have a variety of books and a variety of options because every reader is going to be different. And, And this book is great for ages eight to, to 12. Oh, Cat okay. astronauts. I am yeah. totally getting this but for then, my nine year But one point I'll make too is I say ages eight to 12, um, but really kids books can be enjoyed by any age. I think that's true. <laughs> Adults can enjoy right, them too. It's right. fun to read with your kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you, how yep. many books do you read on average? She doesn't have time. Do you read actually, all of these? Um, um, I, a lot of these I've read a lot of everybody on our staff, somebody from our staff has, have read the books mm-hmm. that I brought today. Um, but, um, I, I read quite a bit. I would like to read more, but yeah, running a business is, takes yeah. a lot of time yeah. and energy. Um, but at the bookstore, we really rely on the collective mind. And so we're always asking each other how do you, for I, recommendations. Okay. And, I just thought of something. That, how do you choose? I mean, are there books that you see and, and you read or someone who's saying, uh-uh, I don't want this in my store? Um, yeah, sometimes that happens. Um, we uh, also rely a lot on the reviews from industry sources uh-huh. and, you know, what other people are saying about books. So each season when we're buying new books, um, we look at those things, too, to help us decide what to bring into the store. And, and also based on, um, you know, what we know our customers like or mm-hmm. might be interested in. We're talking yeah. to Holly, who owns Red Balloon Bookstore in St. Paul. Holly, do you find like that it is a bigger challenge these days to get kids interested in reading and off their devices? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a challenge for everyone. Um, but uh, there are still so many kids who are so passionate about books. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the fun things about this job is hearing those kids come into the bookstore and seeing how excited they get when they find the book they're looking for or when they get to meet that author that mm. they've always loved. Um, sure. But um, but it is, it is a challenge. Um, I think kids are busier than mm-hmm. they've been, um, so that's also a challenge. Um, so when trying to connect kids with books, you know, we really try to think about what will they, what will they enjoy, um, because that's the first step is 
Right. Having the and book keeping and them reading, engaged. yeah, and having it be enjoyable, mm-hmm. so that it's something they want to do, not something they have to do. Right, yeah. right, and and giving them freedom to choose. So you know, so much at school, they have things they have to read. So letting them have the choice to pick a graphic novel, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or um, you know, there's lots of nonfiction that's great for kids mm-hmm. too. Um, and you know, sometimes you know we might think they're only reading if they're reading, you know, a th- thick, very complex novel, and that's yeah. Reading comes in many forms, right? Yeah, right. Um, I was really proud because I tried my my nine year old is in fourth grade, and I was so excited for him to read Tales of a Fourth Grade. Nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. one of my favorites, yeah, right? Yeah, it's classic. Yeah. What kid doesn't like that? And he started it and read the first chapter, and he's like, mm, you know, I'm not that into it. I just read Diary of a Wimpy I'm, Kid. It's kind of. And I'm like. What? And I, I, I insi- I'm like, go back and try again. Yeah. And by the end of the second chapter, he reluctantly admitted that I was okay. Mom. <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah, yeah. I win. Right, right. And that is sometimes a hard thing to let go of. of you know, what we think our kids want to read is not al- always what they are going to choose. To sure. Read. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. But yeah. I'm sorry. He has to like Judy Bloom. That's yeah, just right. not allowed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's, like and it's good to Bloom. offer that mix. You know? Yes. Um, Do yeah. they still have the Betsy Tacy's? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Really? And, I mean, and you know, I'm not from here. Yeah. So I didn't know about these books until oh, I moved here. Oh. Um, but um, but yes, that is. Do we always have those, those in sure. the store. Absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, mm-hmm. I remember reading yeah. them. I loved those books. Yeah. Can we talk about something that I learned about just before the holidays? And I actually used as a, a gift idea when I was doing a story on things in a box because people yes. like gifts that just are already in a box or that can easily be mailed mm-hmm. and you have a book in a box program. We do. We have a monthly subscription program. Um, ours is called Bookshop in a Box. Mm-hmm. Um, so each month we send out a book um, and with most subscriptions we have a few options. Um, the book, we include some other fun things to go along with the book, um, related things to the book. Oh, um, like so- what? Like, can you give us an example? Oh, um, like, um, you know, some of the things are little, like, you know, fun stickers that are, you know, tie, sure. tie into the book, a coloring sheet. Um, but then we find some other gift item mm-hmm. um, to include. So um, if it's a baby subscription, sometimes that might be a onesie, a cute book onesie mm-hmm. um, um, for older kids. Um, it might be... Um, some kind of art project that ties into the book or uh, a fun, fun little toy, yeah. some other tie-in. And you have them for different ages, so you can get the, the baby yes. one, the little kid, mm-hmm. big yeah, kid. Yeah, for, for all ages. And, um, Is it all, a year-long subscription? Well, or how does people, it work? people can choose their time. Um, it's, you know, reoccurring every month will bill you. Or if you want to prepay six months, you get a little discount, 12 months, a little more of a discount. I like that idea, I though, because I mean, a it's, a, it's a fun gift, and kids love to get mail. It right. makes it more exciting. It makes it it builds the anticipation. And And then we also we include a card for the kid to give us feedback so they can let us know this book was too easy. Actually, I'd really like a book that has more science in it. Oh, and I bet they let you know what they think, don't they? Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so all the information is, is on our website. Um, okay. So we'll check. Is it red? It's red balloon bookshop.com. Red balloon bookshop.com. Mm-hmm. Um, is there like maybe one more that we just have to talk about before we let you go, Holly? Well, um, sure. I'll just, min- I mean, there's so many here, but since Monday is Martin Luther King day. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a new book that I brought, uh, Martin rising, a uh, requiem for a King. It's by a uh, husband and uh, wife, 
team, Andrea and Brian Pinckney, who um, are, they both do incredible work. But this, um, by the way, Monday is his actual birthday. It's, uh, this year it turns yeah, out to yeah, be on yeah. his birthday. Um, but it's 39 poems that tell the story of his last few months. Oh, wow. Oh. Um, so it's it's intense, um, but also very beautiful and tender. And it is a great starting point for so many conversations that parents can have with their kids. <laughs> what a great idea. Martin Rising. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you got to go into Red Balloon to to soak up the atmosphere and get all the, the great ideas. Holly, thank you so much for swinging by. Yeah. Thanks for such, having me. Such a great uh, asset to have in St. Paul. Um, we will be back to wrap up Shop Girls right after this. I just texted a friend of mine and said it was so great seeing you yesterday we hadn't met up in a long time and I said it was great but I hope I don't bump into you today because I'm actually wearing the exact same outfit and she texted me back and said oh my gosh me too that's why you're friends good friends good times (laughs) it's okay I'm I'm fine admitting that I'm a repeater that sometimes it happens and sometimes when it's cold you just have to go for the warmest sweater in the drawer Um, all right a couple more stories to get to here on shop girls before we wrap things up um, now you know you can really buy everything at Ikea, including a pregnancy test. Well, you don't even have to buy the pregnancy test. <clears throat> Excuse me. How's that, Mom? You, uh, you actually just get their magazine. They have a magazine that was created by... Um, like the one that just gets mailed directly to you? Well, or the one they have in the store? No, it's in Amelia magazine and it's one of Oh, it's just Sweden's, an ad. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's oh absolutely. It's one of Sweden's most influential magazines for women, they say. And the claim is that peen on peen, P E E I N G on this ad may change your life. And it it actually encourages women to dab urine on this modified pregnancy test strip that's at the bottom of the ad. And there is a reason for it, because if the uh, test comes back positive, there is a discount coupon coupon for about 50% off of an Ikea crib. Oh, my God. So um, it is really taking... From pregnancy ad- test yes. to crib. That's Isn't hilarious. Isn't that just a riot? Yeah. I mean, it's been all over the news because, you know, it's certainly thinking outside of the box, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, that is funny. But it that's is. O- is it only in Sweden? Apparently it is. It's this, or, or at least uh, maybe it's not only in Sweden, but it's in a Swedish magazine. So I'm guessing that um, that's probably where it's available. Yeah. I don't know if you could get it. That yeah. is funny. Yep. Um, all right. Our favorite uh, superwoman, Gal Gadot. Oh, don't Wonder you Woman. Love woman. Her. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Um, did you she see her at the Critics' a... Choice Awards? No. Oh, she looked lovely. I, she got she? a special well, award. How could she not look lovely? No, that's I mean, the come thing. on. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Um, she signed a big contract she with did. Revlon. She did. The and, new face. Right. She is. And it's their, the, uh, cosmetics that she is dealing with the campaign is called live boldly it's going to launch later this month and she said she is happy to be with them because there's a whole cultural shift and she's proud to be a part of this you know emboldening women Mm -hmm. so plus i would guess they gave her a few bucks for it that would be my guess Mm -hmm. but anyway but you gotta like her i don't know how you can't yeah i mean i even watched wonder woman (laughs) <laughs> sort of. <laughs> um, okay. And David Beckham, not to be outdone, he is launching a new men's grooming line with L'Oreal. And it's called House 90... 
Has L'Oreal ever done? Has L'Oreal ever done men's before? Um, yeah, but okay. they've not had their own. Not with David Beckham. No, they, and this is a no. Excuse me. This is this is the first time that they've done a freestanding brand from okay. scratch. Oh, and who better to do it with than David Beckham? And so this is coming out um, soon, but not yet. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. In February. In Got it. February in the UK, uh, exclusively at the Harvey Nichols stores, and then it will expand to 19 uh, other countries in mm-hmm. March. Hmm. So he's been working towards this for years, he said, and he's very excited about it. Wow. Um, well, we talked early in the show about um, some shopping things that are beginning to pop up around the Super Bowl. There will be many. Um, Target's line launches tomorrow with Esco Finlayson in the North Collection. So if you want, like, you know, to, to support the city, but you're not so into, like, NFL branded stuff, right. that's a good way to, to go. Um, Casper, the hip mattress brand. They actually made mattresses hip. It really is a thing. Yeah. Um, they are popping up at the Mall of America. They've got a store that opened yesterday. And this is my favorite thing about it. You can book a nap. Seriously? And I actually said to the publicist who, I don't know, she might not have been alive when when the nap store. Do you remember the yes. nap store at the Mall long. of America? Yeah. It was as we were reliving memories for the 25th anniversary last year for for the mall. That was one that that came up because it lasted. I don't even think it lasted six months. It got national publicity. You know, they were literally selling naps. You'd pay by the minute. They had these pods. It was something that had been tried. You know, I think in um, I don't know in in China or in you know different places around the world have had them. Yes, and nobody wanted to pay to nap at the Mall of America. (laughs) I think men are just very accustomed to just falling asleep on the benches. They're perfectly fine. comfortable there. Yeah. So I am super curious. I actually said, I'm like, is this just, are you just saying this? Like, is this just PR speak or are you yeah. really taking appointments for naps? And she's like, no, we really are taking appointments at the Casper store. Do you want us to book you one? I'm like, sure. <laughs> I can use a nap. I'll Anytime. take it. Anytime. So you got, it looks, I've seen pictures. I haven't been over there yet. It oh, just it opened actually, yesterday. Oh, this said, your article said it opens January 15th, which is Monday. Well, I think it just opened. It was like a soft opening oh, okay. um, and, and they were ready to go. And so they actually opened okay. the store yesterday and it's going to be up at the mall of america um on the first floor south side through the end of february so and they've got accessories and all too not just mattresses yeah bedding related things yes um all right just a couple quick minutes let's give you two steals and deals Well, of course, the most obvious would be J. Crew. Uh, yep. As if it, if you didn't think it was all on sale before, it sure is now. Um, Southdale and Mall of America. You just have two weeks left. That's right. They are actually closing those stores, the J. Crew stores at Southdale and at Mall of America. Big sales going on now. The twenty seventh um, is the last day. And if you want to understand how we came to this point, I wrote about it. I will put a link up on the Shop Girls page. Um, Statement Boutique has a sale that continues this weekend. Um, Karma Boutique in St. Paul. Big clearance opportunities there as well as covered. Oh my gosh, January is all about sales. It Let's is. just say it. it yeah. Everything's Everybody's on sale. got a sale going. All right. Thanks for tuning in today. If you missed any of the show, be sure to podcast it. Listen later. Um, have a great weekend.